0: Hello Husker fans, welcome to episode 277 of the Husker Football Fan Podcast. I'm Mike Harvatt. And I'm Justin Swanson. In today's episode, we discuss the Huskers' loss to Minnesota and preview Saturday's game against the Sanders family in Colorado.
1: You can find us on the web at huskerpod.com or by searching Husker Football Fan Podcast on Facebook. You can also connect with us on Twitter by following at huskerpod or email us at huskerpod at gmail.com. This episode's brought to you by Central
0: Nebraska Buffalo. Check out their website for their latest deals, that's cnbuffalo.com. Also brought to you by Monty Rody with Pinnacle Realty in Lincoln. Looking to buy or sell a home in Lincoln, or know somebody who is? Reach out to Monty at four zero two seven seven zero
1: thirty three fifty-six. You've really been leaning into the uh, like Minnesotan sounding
0: deal. Oh there. really? I wasn't trying to. Oh really? Yeah. Hey oh, there, you're Justin. Just, you're just trying to be clear. <laughs> yeah, I guess. When I worked at Scooters back in the day, I would turn on a Minnesotan accent just for fun when I would like take people's orders, and then I talk normal when they got to the window. <laughs> I think it was two different people, but because it was so fun, I I would just say, "Hey there, welcome to Scooters. What can we get started for you?" And then you know they come up to the window, and be like, "That's seventeen dollars." At least I'm assuming that's how much coffee costs now. I don't. I don't really buy coffee anymore. Maybe three coffees. Okay, I just figured with inflation, you know. Sure. Maybe two. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess we're in talk about anything but the game mode. The season is underway. It's (laughs) happened. Hey. It started. Before we talk about the game, we should remind everybody about what's coming up this Saturday. This weekend, we'll be recording a live episode immediately after the game and uh, it'll be at Herdat Sports Bar and Grill. So come on out. It's gonna be fun. In addition to
1: the live show, we will be hanging out during the game, mm-hmm. watching the game and partaking in some Central Nebraska Buffalo
0: bison burgers. Dude. so uh, yeah, I love I love me a good burger. And I I really like bison burgers. I mean, have you had many bison burgers? I know we've done like the bison steaks and stuff on the show before, but like a bison burger is right in my wheelhouse.
1: Yeah, no, they're good. I mean, it's it's all the flavor of a of a beef burger with but a little bit leaner, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, come come watch the game with us and uh, and you can hang out while we record or you could come for one of those and not the other, whatever. It'd be great to see you. Come say hi. Uh Mike and I will be there. Uh, we I know we've got some family and friends coming, so uh, we'd love to see you. Come join us, please. And and the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill is uh, it's at the La Vista exit by the big uh, – what's the hotel there, the big convention center there?
0: Oh, yeah. It's, and, I forget and what the it is. And the Costco and I just tell people it's in, this, it's in the strip right there next to the Alamo Draft House. That's what I – Yeah, right. That's now, my yeah, landmark can, for it. Those are all the things you can see from the interstate, though. Anyway, uh, yeah, Saturday, September 9th. Come what may, we are going to record this episode. It'll be fun, and you can sneak off into the podcast room with us and uh, hang out, and I don't know, we'll maybe do some audience participation stuff. By show of hands, who liked the game? <laughs> That's going to make for a great audio content yeah, right
1: there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we've we've never... Uh... We've never done anything live before. We've always just been in our... I mean, there's been a couple times where we sat together in my place or yours. Mm -hmm. There was once where we sat on my back patio. Yeah. But actually, I did do a brief live podcast uh, on Thursday. You did? Yeah, because I was up in Minneapolis uh, for the game and was able to hop on... The Go Big Redcasts live broadcast, along with my friend Dean Kathy Farrell and uh, the college of business, and it was it was really fun. So, thanks to those guys for having us on, and I guess I'm a little bit prepped for doing the live broadcast thing.
0: <laughs> right on. Well, Justin, how was it um, being in the stadium on Thursday night? Uh, it was it was fun
1: to be to be back at a football game. I'll say that. Um, it's a nice kind of s- s- cute stadium. I mean, it's, it's new and newer and all the, you know, a lot of the amenities. And one thing I liked is that when you go up to the very top, you could walk around there. It's mm. not like the end of the earth and you're going to fall off. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I was in a Nebraska section up towards the top and saw some familiar faces. A good, good friend of mine from church ended up sitting real close. Oh, cool! And uh, some friends from work, and so you know, it was. I enjoyed the area, um, and uh, it was. It was such. It was a strange game. There was a moment, you know, after uh, the first turnover down the red zone, the one that was in the end zone, where I, I started to make comments about um, shutout type stuff. Like, gosh, one thing I was. I think I said, you know, one thing. About Frost, you knew he'd dial up a big play at some point and get a score, so you never got shut out.
0: <laughs> how, how did it feel?
1: What was the vibe watching it from home?
0: You know, um, I found it interesting. I've, I've, like, I even noticed, like, I'm not allowing myself to be too affected by this. Yeah. You know, especially with it being so low scoring. Um, Towards the end of the third quarter, it was starting to look like we were finding our stride defensively. Stride defensively for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, man, when is the last time that you saw Nebraska have a a huge play where they just air it out and somebody actually catches the ball? Like, when's the last time that we had a, a like a twenty yard pass? downfield like it it doesn't happen at nebraska anymore and i'm sure there were a couple of them last season or whatever but like i i compare that against you watch any other college football game and there are big plays in these other games and it's like why can't we have that with nebraska football like what the heck is going like and so it's just like it was another one of those in the trenches i hope we can eke this one out type of game and You know, it's 10 to 3. I don't know how far into the fourth quarter. But people on Twitter, they started closing the book. They started saying, we're going to win this game. I can't (sighs) believe it. We're actually going to do it. And I'm just like, what are you people doing? If anybody should know at this point that you don't count your chickens before they're hatched, it's Nebraska fans. (sighs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so responding to a couple different things there, I mean...
0: <laughs> Sorry. No. You already got the, me going the off the only,
1: About the only way we had big plays the last few years in the passing game was with transfers, right? Mm-hmm. So we had Trey Palmer last year and Toure the year before. So uh, we, we did have some big plays, but it was only because of uh, free agents that we brought in. We haven't been mm-hmm. able to develop a wide receiver for a long time. Um, so there's that. And I do, during... You know, in the third quarter when were we up at ten at one point, like thirteen to three or something? No. Or no. No, we never
0: got past (laughs) ten. Yeah.
1: Ten yeah, you're right. (laughs) Ten to three. I mean, it did feel it felt good. If not, you know, I'm not that we were going to win, but that we had a formula to win. Mm -hmm. That, you know, if all things stayed the same, we could win. Um so I feel good about well, okay, I feel really good about special teams. I oh, thought yeah. special teams were really special.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we ain't going to be ranked in the 100s
1: this year. That's true. I am very curious to see where we land in SP Plus. Special teams, got to be, be kind of hopeful. Um, but uh, So we're recording on Saturday here, and, and aren't there games as late as there, Monday?
0: Yeah, there are games uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Monday, so we probably won't have access to that information for a while. Okay, so, but, you know, I think you're right. I mean, things looked good.
1: Yeah. Players running with purpose when receiving the ball. Uh, there was one. Did we, I guess the first drive was a punt that dribbled all the way down to the one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I haven't rewatched the game. I don't know that I will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> previous, you know, tw- 2019, 2018, Justin would have. Um, Yeah, the Bushini was looking good. The uh, the west side kicker looked good. I mean, lots to be excited about. Coverage was was good. And maybe I'm missing something glaring here, but I mean that's as good as I've felt about special teams after a game since probably five years. <laughs> I, if, I mean, I, if I not longer. Win. yeah, yeah. I mean, we probably should have felt good about them before they got so terrible. Yeah, in retrospect, they were maybe better than we realized. So anyway, yeah, yeah, I felt good about special teams. Feel real good about the run defense. Mm-hmm. The way that, the way that Minnesota has beat us in the past, is just kind of wearing you down by running on you. And I don't have the stat in front of me, but I think they had 2.2 yards per carry. I mean, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Um, and when when we ran it. It was pretty effective. I wish we'd run a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, was that a touchdown that... Was it a touchdown to play before the false start?
0: Uh, I think it was. It looked yeah, I, they, it looked very much like a touchdown to me. And everybody keeps saying, oh, well, you can't see exactly when his elbow actually hit. But but the problem is, is you can clearly see the ball cross before like people are like oh well i don't know if it crosses the line all it has to do is be touching the line people the very tip of that football just has to cross the threshold of the the smallest blade of grass that's painted white in order for it to be a touchdown the ball doesn't have to cross the whole line or anything like that the mm. second it it's like imagine there's a laser you trip the laser touchdown i think the laser got tripped why don't we have a laser why isn't there like a microchip at both points of the
1: ball and maybe like i don't Cause know cuz
0: there's so many other things well yeah i guess if you have something that uh there's yeah there's too much but i mean like why wasn't there a pylon cam at least for this game
1: well pylon cam yeah that's a great question <laughs> i mean can we if there's any athletic department that could like pioneer that it would be ours mm-hmm. so i don't know so okay, I've got It was just such I've a got,
0: screwy turn of events though. I've got
1: stats here. So they averaged two point two yards per carry. We averaged four point nine. Okay. Uh Sims nineteen carries for one hundred and seventeen yards. That's more than we want. Yeah. Gabe Irvine Junior, seven carries fifty five yards. That's seven point nine yards per carry. Hmm. Anthony Grant, we're so we were really high up, relatively speaking our buddy is probably higher. Um although these seats continued further back whereas section 6 the 600s maybe is mm-hmm. leaning out more. Yep. Um, so he might actually have better seats. But he there was a run where he did his I'm not going to commit and cut through the hole. I'm going to juke a few times more. Mm. And uh and I was like, "Oh, that was that was Anthony Grant. I don't
0: need... <laughs> I don't need to see too clearly. Yeah. I don't need the replay I don't need to see the number, figure out what the number is was. on the back." Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, Ramirez uh, one carry for negative one yard. Okay, I thought he, I thought he was going to be a lot bigger piece. He had uh, well, four he might catches. be going forward. He had two catches for two yards. Excuse me, two targets with two catches for six yards. Okay, you gotta learn how to read the stats here. <laughs> Bushini, three kicks, one hundred forty-three yards. That's forty-seven point seven yards per kick. A sixty-seven or sixty-yard long, and then all three. We're inside the three, the, isn't the it, twenty.
0: Yeah, isn't it amazing how it, how quickly fr- we forget? Like that was an amazing performance on special teams, and I think there's a lot of people who are just casual fans who like that didn't even register to them. Mm-hmm. Like it, special teams is almost like the IT department. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't realize how good you've got it until everything is like on fire in a server room backward, back somewhere. (laughs) Sure. Whatever. Yeah. But now that they're doing their job, people are going to be forgetting about them. You know? But at the same time, like you're supposed to make that field goal. You know? You're supposed to punt it for positive yardage.
1: (laughs) So, Tristan Alvano Mm -hmm. was kicked the field goal. He also did two of the kickoffs And Bushini did the third kickoff. Okay. So, okay. So, we've been, we just walked through some stats here. I guess, uh, big picture, coming into this game, I think when we did our season preview last week, my thought was PJ's got an established culture. He might be reloading a little bit, but he's got a system. Ours is new. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's working out the kinks here and you could definitely see that so as disappointing as it was and maybe the way we lost in the last few minutes and the timeliness or untimeliness of the turnovers i i walked out of the stadium feeling hopeful Mm -hmm. like this is a positive trajectory this is a positive first step i feel i feel like i saw a culture that i like i feel like i saw toughness i saw Mm -hmm. good tackling for the most part i see a quarter I see a, a quarterback that can run the ball well. Um I'm not sure he can't carry it. What did I say 19 times? He can't carry it 19 times a game yeah. through the Big 10. He's going to get killed. I know mm-hmm. he's a big dude, but he's going he's going to be hurt. Yeah. But he also can't throw three interceptions. Mhm.
0: <laughs> oh, the predicament we find ourselves in. <sighs> yeah, I I think I think what the easy route to take after this week especially if you don't consider all the positives that you just listed off, is that people are going to say, well, well, well. Nebraska played a game where they fought tough, but because of interceptions and fumbles, they gave the winning team the ball with, what, a minute to go or whatever, right? mm mm-hmm. and, and what do you know? they lost another one-score game. You know, I think it it just follows the script too much that that's all that people are going to latch on to without realizing that this truly is a different team. We we lost in a very familiar way <laughs> this past week, mm-hmm. but I think anybody who has been paying attention can see that this is not the same type of team that we've had the last several years. Yeah. So, um, at the same time, there, there better be progress this season. We, we can't, we can't be having the type of discussion we're having today in October, you know?
1: (laughs) Right. Well, the, so I was trying to think of how to like, how to make this metaphor work here, but the honeymoon's over. Right. But a marriage is not a honeymoon, right? It's, (laughs) it's work and there's, Good times and there's bad times. We're together in sickness and in health. And, um, you know, we. I trust rule. I have no reason to not. And mm-hmm. if you're feeling existential dread about who we have as a coach right now, get off the internet. Yeah. Well, Dude, what is the phrase that they use on, on Twitter these days? Like, go out and step in the grass or something? Go and touch grass, yeah. Go and touch grass.
0: You know, I, I saw a tweet, and it was from some, I mean, they had a blue check but what does that mean anymore um means they bought it mike right but i saw it but it was some like pro or no it wasn't pro it was some kind of football stats thing Mm. and they said something about there have been x number of one loss or one score losses in the frost and rule era and i was like no, 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 no no no, no, no. <laughs>
1: Take those words out of your mouth. We are
0: one game into the rule era. You don't yeah. get to lump the last six the, the, at this point the last nine years of what happened in Nebraska in with what rule is doing and and it, actually even he himself said, our loss today had nothing to do with what happened before I was here. I'm not concerned with that stuff, yeah you know, and that that's actually for me, that's another positive. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about things that we saw on the field. How nice is it to see a coach in the post-game press conference who doesn't look like a deer in the headlights after a loss like that?
1: <sighs> you know, I didn't. I didn't watch. Uh, I ended up being in the parking garage for about forty-five minutes, mm. and then I was so tired. I had thir- uh, Wednesday morning. I was on a five thirty flight from Omaha. My alarm went off here in Lincoln at three, Oof. and uh, it was just a really long few days and I was wiped out when I finally got home or got back to my my Airbnb and was busy I never watched the the press conference I uh, this is an irresponsible podcaster here but when (laughs) we get done here I think I might watch his podcast uh, press conference what else
0: did you you say anything else of note well it's just uh, you know he he was continuing to hit on the same notes that he was before this game you know like hey we're gonna keep working on this we're going to start preparing for next week. It just just he said again, we and we've talked about this a little bit with his, you know, his PR abilities are off the charts, but like he really seems to have bought into his own vision for what this team needs to be, right? Yeah, like he believes it. Yeah, he believes in himself in a way that I don't think we ever saw from Frost, except for when he first got hired and was, you know, chumming well, it up he, with all his buddies. He, yeah, they well I think
1: Frost was a pretty confident guy, mm-hmm. but um Rule has more of a relevant track record, yeah, yeah, to draw from. And uh it's not his first rodeo, and in so many ways it was for Scott and uh well, I, let's stop talking about Scott. Yeah, well, it's yeah, the,
0: I know. But I'm just saying, like, that that is something uh, that is different. You know, if people are trying to say this yeah. is the same team, no, this is Not. something that I noticed that is encouraging to me that we have a coach after a loss like this who isn't just like, I don't know, we're going to try hard to die, just can't explain what just happened. Well, you need to know what just happened so you can yeah. fix it, you know. <laughs> sure. But, yeah, anyway. So, I'm looking at uh ESPN's uh site for this game. Um, we crossed the threshold into Nebraska being favored as the victor mm-hmm. um, at uh fourteen oh three left in the third quarter, so the beginning of the third quarter, I guess. I'm trying to figure out what the difference was. Oh, okay. So it's it's once we scored that touchdown, uh, we, became it be, the it, we became favored to win 60%. Then it kind of dipped down to close to 50%. Uh, then by the time we were up 10-3, to 3, it was 77.5%. And then right before Minnesota threw their touchdown pass – We were at ninety-four percent probability of winning the game. (laughs) So on on the third, uh, what is it? They did jump off sides on that touchdown pass too, didn't they? uh, Oh gosh, they did. Yeah, yeah. They they missed a few of those. I I forget what it was. One of their, I think their left tackle was moving early a few times, and on that play, it was particularly egregious. It was a false start for sure. So. Kind of yeah. The stomach. Yep. So, yeah. And so we were at 85% uh, chance of victory with two minutes and 38 seconds left in the fourth quarter. And then it dropped dramatically. <laughs> it's just like, mm. I wonder how many times, I wonder how many graphs we can overlay on top of each other and figure out, like, what is the moment in a game that Nebraska has lost it? But. <laughs> But if anything, <sighs> again, that is proof whether you're for us or against us that you never, ever, ever leave a game early. Well, you yeah, never yeah. leave for a game sure. early, people.
1: <laughs> I so I didn't, yeah, I didn't have any clear idea of what was going to happen. I think that was the the main point coming in is just nobody has any idea what's going to happen. But it did seem like it would be a close. It could be a close game, mm-hmm. and I thought they would, we would not be able to match up over the long term that little mistakes would get get us down and uh, but man i i thought we were going to win yeah toward the end there yep so it's uh it's it's disappointing but this is a long term deal we're involved in here and uh we're building a program and it was a,
0: it was a valuable first step and and you did predict this game would be a loss did you not i i did Yep. yep, did you call it a win? I I did. Yeah. The coin flip called it a win too, right? Yeah. Yep. yep.
1: Co- the coin flip had starting off 8-0, I think. Or
0: 7-0. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, never trust a coin. Right. Um
1: what what else is there to be said about this game? Hmm. Uh my wife watched on on uh here at home and she said that they talked about Sanders more than they talked about PJ.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, like every bumper, <laughs> just every every chance, every the every action, they would run a promo and then talk about him for a couple minutes. But, I mean, they were pushing the big noon kickoff, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, that kind of is a nice transition into maybe we start talking about Colorado at this point. Yeah. Did you watch the game today? Uh, i watched uh I, st- I started watching about halfway through the third quarter when i don't know if it was this game if it was this way for the whole game but it was it was in shootout mode by the time i started watching <laughs> it was like whoever gets the ball they're probably gonna score so yeah it was crazy man um
1: the coach sanders son is talented mm-hmm. they've got some really good wide receivers i'm not sure how good TCU's defense was. Uh, And also, TCU, I think, ran for over 250 yards. Did they? So I almost feel like uh, we got to employ what PJ usually tries to do to us, which is you just really long drives, Mm -hmm. and you out-physical them, and their defense has no gas left, and then you got to get some three-and-outs. You know, you got to get some stops. And they they were not perfect. They were able to... TCU was able to sack Colorado a few times, and they got a few stops. I feel like our defensive backs are pretty decent. That was the thing about the Minnesota game, sorry to backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. We gave – I feel like even when it was second and short and third and short, our defensive backs played off quite a ways and just gave them the under route because they were – I they just weren't going to get beat deep. So I don't mm-hmm. know how much of that was – um us being afraid of their scheme, or if that's what the three-three-five does for you, or yeah, I'm not sure yeah. what the strategy was there, but it did seem like we played. And then they did; they made a living off of underneath throws, and they were really good. At, they needed seven yards and they'd get eight, or they needed five yards and they'd get six. They're mm-hmm. really good at that. Mm-hmm. So that is as, as painful as the timely or untimely turnovers were, and the stupid penalties, um, the consistency. With which Minnesota was able to convert those plays was, I think, probably the biggest difference. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I think we can, I think we can get some stops against Colorado. I don't know that we can score a million points. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, hopefully this week, hopefully they just played a Big Twelve game and they are now going to get sucked into a Big Ten game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was just watching. I was watching the game, and I I was just thinking to myself, I was like, is it better or worse for us if Colorado wins this game? I think it's Mm. worse for us. (laughs) Why is that? I think that they are going to be even more jacked up and ready to go. They're probably going to have the best week of practice that they've had in years this week getting ready for. Their home opener against... Nebraska with Deion Sanders coaching for the first time, and he already won the first game on the road. Oh, But, you know, maybe they Against overhyped themselves. Against the team that themselves. played the national
1: championship game. Yeah. Because Minnesota couldn't take care of business. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but maybe Just they – Minnesota
1: Michigan couldn't take care of business. Right,
0: right, right. But maybe they overhyped themselves, though, like we did – against Colorado the first time Frost played him. Maybe. Do you remember how amped up our kids were to the point where they started making dumb mistakes? <laughs> yeah. So maybe maybe they will uh get a taste of that this time, I hope.
1: Hey, I don't know. Do you do you remember how Mike Riley's first game as a Nebraska coach
0: ended? I have zero recollection. I don't even know if it was a win or a loss. BYU, Hail Mary beat us. Is it really? Do you remember
1: that? No, not it's
0: a. I'm blanking on that man. Nebraska BYU September 5th 2015. Good grief! Stunning last play spoiled the debut of new Nebraska coach Mike Riley.
1: And I remember uh, this the bowl season before BYU had gotten in a big fight and some of those guys were playing. But yeah, the, the reception was down in the south end zone where I sit and also where the Wester catch was. Oh, gosh. Anyway.
0: Oh, gosh. This stat. Uh, this is from OregonLive.com. The Huskers lost their season opener for the first time since 1985 ending the nation's longest streak.
1: <sighs> <laughs> we thought things were rough then.
0: Oh, gosh.
1: Oh, you know, if 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 uh, Sanders can develop a really good team here, I gotta think they're gonna change the rules to make it so you can't do that again, because you know, just completely gutting your team and completely bringing in new guys. Mm. It's not college football. It's free agency. Yeah, I mean that's and, that's and, what and, the pros do. <laughs> yeah, he was able to really maximize some quirks and hey. the way things work right now can't and I blame I a
0: guy for using the rules to his advantage no i mean
1: he did he did what he could uh-huh. and but don't you think like if that this is wildly successful this year that they change the rules and say you can't do that
0: anymore <laughs> maybe maybe yeah
1: i don't know because that's not what we want college football to be with the nil and the transfer stuff yeah. like it's already getting away from you know it's a semi-pro deal already so you know so then, then maybe on the flip side, people say, well, it's a semi-pro deal already. Of course you need to have free agency. Yeah. Just, I guess for the... what. And the, with all this going on,
0: lo- we still don't have a video game?
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 that is funny. The game <laughs> has lost so much of like the innocent joy, I feel like, um, mm. and just having a, a group of mercenaries come in and then maybe be really successful just strips even more out. Because, I mean, you, you, this is why R- rule was a good college coach and not a good pro coach is because he's here to develop and kids and grow young men. And I don't know. Yeah. I I hope, I hope Sanders is, I hope we beat up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, this is interesting. I'm looking at ESPN's, uh, matchup predictor according Uh to ESPN analytics. I don't know if this has been updated in light of, um, the last three days, but they're giving us 75.6% chance of victory. That has to not be reflecting. I think that's
1: probably old. And I th- yeah. I've i seen people say the betting lines have already come way down. Okay. We were favored by two touchdowns, and now the last I saw, and I don't keep up on these things, so it's probably different already, but it was down to, like, two and a half points.
0: <laughs> Which I think is more realistic anyway. So, but dang. I saw Fopalini said... Uh,
1: Turns out if you get rid of all your bad players and add great players, you'll be a lot better.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, man. It'll be interesting to see how people talk this week. I I fully anticipate it just because it's such low-hanging fruit that we're going to see all kinds of just... Just terrible takes about how nothing's different. Nebraska is still cursed. You know, I mean, I guess we're already seeing a lot of that stuff on Twitter. I was going to say, I've already seen a ton of that already. It's, it's, uh, why do we have to wait so long to play another game? (laughs) But maybe that's good for our team. Maybe, maybe having the extra couple of days to prepare is really good for them, you know?
1: It is going to be like the longest. The longest week ever, considering yeah. the game was on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's going to be a lot of Huskers out there, though. Mm-hmm. I'm going out uh, for work there as well. Usually, usually don't travel back-to-back like this, but worked out that way, and so excited to be in Colorado for a little bit. Not sticking around for the game, though. We'll be mm-hmm. back because, uh, you know, as you may have heard,
0: uh, we're going to do a live show right after the game. <laughs> Don't don't feel like getting batteries thrown at you either, huh? Not really. Is that true? Do you think that actually happened?
1: I don't know. I saw on uh, Twitter, I guess we, it's X now, that uh, some Minnesota fans were saying they had corn thrown on them after we scored a touchdown. It was...
0: It's like maybe large corn boxes. kernels, maybe kernels. Yeah. I could see somebody yeah. like throwing kernels, like it's confetti or something. When
1: I first saw that, my first thought was corn cobs, which is like, oh, that's dangerous. But uh, <laughs> yeah, probably kernels seems more likely. Also, we all had to walk through metal detectors and get searched. No, I don't. We didn't get patted down or anything. But yeah, I guess it would be a lot easier to transport kernels. <laughs> a bag of. <laughs> Excuse me, a ba- sir. What's in a your bag
0: uh, of corn kernels down your pants? <laughs> Does <laughs> everybody fill their pockets with corn kernels? <laughs> That's just the way they come from Nebraska, I guess. Kind of. Like so we don't how- <laughs> really <laughs> never mind <laughs> have any
1: any stats. I was gonna say there's not much to go. I mean, there's not much to go on for Colorado other than the game they just had because yeah. the, the roster's all new. Mm-hmm. So it was an impressive performance. I think they had four wide receivers uh, with over a hundred yards receiving. And the stat that they showed during the game was that in the last year they'd had two players mm-hmm. have a hundred yard receiving yard games all season. They had four in one game. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe next week we have four four rushers over a hundred yards. That'd be great. I'd be up for that. I don't uh, I don't know Satterfield's tendencies yet, but there were a couple times in the fourth quarter where they passed it. Did they have a? Do we have a three and out driver? We threw it three times. Yes, When we were trying to. It was
0: that was when I tweeted I hope that we're not talking about this after the game. Mm. Uh, or yeah, you know, I hope we're not talking about this this whole next week, but that was significant to me because we had taken the lead. It seemed like we had control of the game and then I was like this is we're far enough into this that we should be burning clock and we had three passes in a row. Yeah. We tried for the first like, down. Yeah. It was incomplete, incomplete, and then I was like, well, you got to throw it on third down. And it was another incompletion. It was just like, what? No. And then I think it was the next time we got the ball was when the fumble happened. So it was just like, good grief.
1: Well, we've got 11 games ahead, maybe 12, hopefully 12. That was one that I think many were counting towards six wins, not necessarily I. But, uh, you know, we're not in this to win them all, obviously, <laughs> as fans. <laughs> so uh, let's just uh, get started, excited about another big game.
0: Yeah. Justin, you know what I think we we need to do? We didn't do it last week. What? D- do you want to do score prediction?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't do it last week because we did all of the games. Yeah.
0: It didn't I even know. occur to want... me until right now that we didn't do a score prediction last week.
1: Uh, I actually thought about it for the first time earlier while we
0: were recording. Mm. Um, I did make a score prediction, but just not with you. Did you make a sport score prediction somewhere? Oh, I think
1: I said... I think I said uh, Friends twenty four seventeen, and then when I was on the Go Big Red Pass live show, I think uh rob said 24 17 and i said i could see it going the other way so losing Mm -hmm. by that i'm at margin too um i said 28 27 (laughs) i thought we'd score more um i could see something like that for this game 28 27
0: yeah i was actually just about to say maybe i'll have that be my prediction for this one Uh,
1: yeah i could see us you know, the way it would hopefully go is that we contain them in the first half while hopefully battering them physically, and maybe that doesn't really lead to a lot of points, but in the second half when everybody's got a good sense of what the other team's doing, things start to open up a little bit. They maybe hit a long pass or two, and um, our three- and four-yard runs start becoming eight- and 15-yard runs. And
0: You know, yeah. I'm going to predict mayhem. You ready for this? Sure. I'm going to predict 29-25 Nebraska.
1: Okay. I'll write that down in our document here. In the past, we've been more systematic, but...
0: Weird Um, stuff has to happen to get that score, right? (laughs) Super weird. (laughs) Yeah. There's got to be a safety for one of those scores, right? Sure. I feel like the only way you can get to 25...
1: I'm sure a field goal and missed PAT or something could get oh, you there. Oh,
0: yeah, I guess that's that's yeah, a couple of missed or point two. afters. I'm just imagining safeties or like we field a missed field uh, a missed point after and take it back to get a point. Isn't that how that works? Don't you get one point if you return somebody else's extra point?
1: I thought it was two.
0: Is it two points?
1: I feel I know I know what you're getting at? There's a, some scenario. It's a
0: touchdown if you feel if you feel the field goal and run it back, right? Uh huh. But on a on a on a point after, if you feel, yeah, it might be two.
1: But yeah, but if they if you fumbled the snap and picked it up and run it ran it into your own end zone, it would be two. So weird.
0: Two.
1: All <laughs> right, I'll go. I feel like I need to pick something different than what you have okay, here. Twenty nine to uh, twenty
0: five is my you official twenty nine
1: twenty five. I'll say uh, I really like the score prediction that you had for last week. The 28 27? Um, yeah. I'll go 24 to 23. How about? Okay. I, I feel like, based on what we just saw, it's going to be hard to keep Colorado out of to the that end zone low a few times. Game. Yeah. But, I, you know, TCU might just be a terrible defense. Yeah.
0: I, th- I mean, that was something that occurred to me. It was like. This game is so offense heavy. It's hard to tell if either of these teams offenses are good or if both defenses are really terrible or yeah. maybe maybe one defense is terrible and the one offense is really good. Who knows? We don't know. There were some uh objectively great plays.
1: The guy that came from Jacksonville State with uh coach Sanders uh played I think he played 110 snaps. He played both ways. Had an interception and a hundred yards receiving, and he was amazing. he's a real athlete, yeah, so I mean you're gonna it's gonna be hard to contain someone like that all game
0: mm-hmm scary <laughs> speaking of scary, guess what I did for the first time ever today what I walked into a spirit Halloween store. what
1: led you to do this?
0: Uh, I'm scoping out costumes for my band because we're playing at Valles again this year. So. Oh yeah! And they have asked us uh, to bring costumes into the mix because we're playing on Friday the 13th, and so it's gonna oh, be a, it's gonna be a whole shindig that night. How so. how intense are these costumes gonna be? Uh, I mean, we got to be able to play instruments and sing, so like, <laughs> you're not gonna see me like wearing a full on blow up costume or anything like that or you know
1: friday after i landed in omaha i was driving back to lincoln i think it was the first day at Vallis and the parking lot was packed yep and the roads leading up to it were bumper to bumper all the way to the interstate yeah
0: i don't want to tell people my secret way of getting there but
1: oh i yeah i have one too let's keep those there, to it. we'll, we'll talk about are, those off the air
0: yeah there's ways to get there without waiting in line for two hours so yeah
1: but we'll keep that between us. <laughs> it, it, you know what? If you come to the Herd at Sports Bar and Grill to uh-huh. hang out with us, maybe we'll tell you.
0: Uh, yeah. There you go, folks.
1: Maybe. <laughs> but these are these are significant secrets. Yep. Yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah, um I'm glad you brought that back up. Uh, for real, um if you are listening to this podcast, we would love to see you on Saturday. Um here's the thing. Uh, we don't know who anybody is because it's the internet, right? Like, yeah. So like, how are you going to know it's us? Uh, Justin and I, we have new stickers that we made that we're going to be handing out, giving out to people for free. So if you see a Husker pod sticker or see somebody holding one, or maybe you even should put them on as little badges. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I want to go that far. You don't want to go that far. We'll be holding a single white rose. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, maybe I'll wear a sticker. We paid for them. Yeah, I don't know. We're we're gonna be giving away stickers, and um, you know, I guess you can recognize our voices. You have a one up on us. Like we don't know who you are. Hey, I'm that guy from Twitter. I don't know, like, what your voice sounds like. You know what my voice sounds like. So just listen for me and come say hi. I'd love to shake your hand. Maybe we could even take a selfie. I don't know how that works. Uh, I don't take selfies. Oh, but you don't know how selfies work? I mean, like I don't know the whole like. Michael, I don't know, you hold it out, or t- I'd rather just hand the phone to somebody else, and we'll take a photo with you. Okay? I'll do a selfie with you. Yeah, uh, Justin will. Uh, I think Justin is now charging. It's kind of like Cameo. Um, if you <laughs> want him to record your voicemail message, he'll do it for a small fee sure um but uh yeah um I just hey this is min- this is mike from the husker pod jeff can't come to the phone right now because he's busy listening to the husker pod <laughs> i thought of two related
1: uh minnesota related things that i need to say okay <laughs> waiting for a response there first um We, I believe that we did win the Bits of Broken Chair giving trophy, right? Oh, awesome. That's great. I haven't looked into it because I did not do any research (laughs) in advance of this call, but I I think I did see that we ended up with 17,000 something and they ended up with 15,000 something. So that is fantastic. That's amazing. And thanks to all who gave and props to the... To the folks at the Bits of Broken Chair Trophy, I know we you've, in, in the past we've had them on and didn't weren't able to get that done this year, um, but yeah, that's I really think cool. I saw
0: something from them where they said that this year they've finally crossed the threshold of they have raised more than a hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
1: That's real money, folks.
0: That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. The,
1: so then the second thing was uh, I you were talking about meeting people offline. I met I met Vegas Jer uh, at the the live show so that was really awesome. fun and cool. he, had, he had on a yellow corn shirt like he does in his avatar i think nice so anyway that was uh i did recognize somebody when i saw him <laughs> so it is fun it's fun to see people offline come on down to uh, the Herd out sports bar and grill have a bison burger or not just come and uh, hang out with us yeah and hopefully it. we'll see an exciting season changing Program defining victory. That'd be so, so good. Or even just an insignificant victory that we can say, okay, that happened.
0: Yep. Doesn't. Yeah, we don't want to be too make handsome. too big of a deal out of it. No, I'm gonna go nuts if we win. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we kidding? Right. All right, Justin. As I often say, I think we're
1: there. Yeah, but I feel like there was way less stupid chatter here at this point.
0: Yeah. It's Saturday night.
1: I feel like it's been substantive.
0: But I do think we're there. Go big red, Mike. Go big red. A heard at Sports Network production.